All right, guys, welcome back to the Impact Defense Podcast. This is episode 110. We are going to be talking again today with Jared Saxton, the founder of Tactical Running. All right. Before we move on, though, we have to talk about the official fuel of impact. Blackout coffee. Blackout coffee. Okay. Today uh, we have an ultra-patriotic version. We do, yeah. Yes. So we have uh, Betsy's Blend. There's definitely, uh, you told me, you had the first sip of it right before we started recording. It's very berry. You definitely get it. And it's like blueberries, raspberries, and white chocolate, I think it is. There is a lot. Red, of, white, and blue, guys. Yeah, that's <laughs> <laughs> that's the whole point of betsy's blend i guess but yeah it's 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 really good and again before blackout coffee i never would have or i never did like actually like fruity kind of flavored coffees i I just didn't i didn't think they belonged together chocolate cherry was my my gateway drug into (laughs) (laughs) into these if you're interested in trying our uh, blackout coffee or uh, betsy's blend specifically you can go to uh, impactgear.live slash coffee and uh, purchase that through us. Now, um, you can use our coupon code to get an extra 10% off. That is, uh, what is our coupon code? Impact Defense? Impact Defense. Just Impact Defense. But if they already have a standing deal, you can't use a coupon code. And usually their standing deals are really even good. better. Yeah, are are even better discounts than our coupon code. So I, I bought Betsy's Blend during one of the Christmas sales. <laughs> yeah. They had a big Christmas sale, so I got something. So even we didn't use our own coupon code whenever uh, it was <laughs> whenever they had a sale. So yes, if you're interested in it, it's impactgear.live slash coffee. You know, we're having Jared on from Tactical Running because well not just because, but for one thing, you two ladies just got certified. As yes, certified I'm pretty sure we are the only um tactical running instructors in the States. <laughs> yeah. There you go. There's your that is just my understanding. I apologize if anybody is listening to this and they are a certified tactical running <laughs> instructor in the States. Um, but yeah, no, I'm, I'm pretty sure that he said we're the only ones in the States. So. Yep. That yeah. is absolutely freaking awesome. All right. So come to us get, to get your training. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you're in the States. Exactly. And, and you don't uh, want to travel to New Zealand. <laughs> yeah. And also check out, uh, check out our YouTube channel where we're trying to put out some of that stuff over there as well. So, all right, guys. So without further ado, let's go and bring on Jared Sachs. All right, guys, we are joined again by Jared Saxton, creator and, oh, I was about to say creator and founder of Tactical Running. Those mean the same thing. I know those mean the same thing. Sorry about that. Okay. (laughs) But he is, he is the creator and the founder of Tactical Running. Uh, If you don't mind, sir, if if people did not hear your first podcast with us, if you don't mind, just tell a little bit about yourself. Cool. Cool. So I have basically developed a martial arts style that is 100% focused on running away instead of fighting. So it looks exactly the same as what you would see in a syllabus, you know, with different techniques and everything, except they're all about running and escaping, getting around people. And this is in the context of, let's say you've just broken your attacker's grip and you start running, they begin chasing you or you're trying to get away from somebody, what do you do then? So we look at how to get you from a point where you've just started running away from somebody to you're back at home safe without encountering any obstacles, dead ends, and um, all this other stuff that can sort of come up along that path. As someone who has trained self-defense for a very, very long time and trained others in self-defense for a very, very long time, it's always said, hey, run away if you can, but nobody ever tells you how to do it. So when I came across your book, 
at first I was like, this is, this was gold. I mean, it was awesome because really, it really focused on an area that was so misunderstood, honestly, within the martial arts and self-defense community, uh, and at least just kind of glossed over. So I, I thought that was absolutely wonderful what you had actually done. Yeah, no, thank you. Thank you. I yes, think there, there are misconceptions of that in the media as well with action movies and things. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's nothing like what you would imagine in terms of, I mean, people have said, well, what about parkour and things like that? And there's just no focus on actual self-defense and parkour. Right. Um, obviously, the agility and stuff that you develop through those kind of exercises can be useful. And I wouldn't take that away from what people are doing. Right. But you don't want to leap over a uh, you know, a, a two meter fence, not knowing what's on the other side or <laughs> grabbing, and you're not even sure if you're going to hold on to it and all of this stuff. So yeah, um, it is simple. It, it would, I would consider it like, you know, it's the, the basic reliable stuff you need to do to get away. Yeah. And I mean, that's even same with self-defense, you know, uh, there's really no point in doing a back handspring for, yeah. uh, for fighting. Uh, but you know, it's, it's shown, in movies and TV shows all the time when fights are happening, somebody does something and the first thing they do is a back handspring to get out of the way. It's like, or I could just take a sliding step back. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. So recently, uh, I don't know if you want to say a little something about it, but recently Kylie and Jada just went through the tactical running instructor certification. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yep. And they did an amazing job. I was very happy with both of them. They both got to a point where they could understand and explain um, all of the key concepts and the techniques and tactical running in their own words. Um, so I thought that was really great. And while I was hearing them take me through it all, um, there was no uh, loss of the original meaning of everything that we went through. So I thought that was really awesome just to see uh, other instructors and explain it in their own words, yeah. in their own experience as well. Um, so I was really happy about that. And they picked up on the techniques um, really well as, as well. I think that's just you know, two women who have trained in uh, self-defense and martial arts. I think you just picked up on the techniques um, quite intuitively um, as well. So I think that made doing the whole thing online much, much easier. Um, Because in the past, when I was actually, you know, training people who wanted to do tactical running that didn't have martial arts experience, that became a bit of a barrier. So um, Mm. I didn't experience that with, with, with them at all. Um, so yeah, well deserved, and uh, congratulations, guys. Yes. Awesome. Well, yeah, as you train self defense, you know you learn to take the common sense approach to like most things, and that's essentially what tactical running is. It's the most uh, common sense approach to evasion and getting out of the way and being able to get away safely, potentially with complete like nonviolence. And I think that's what a lot of people would misconstrue about tactical running. They assume it is a lot of parkour and stuff when no, it's designed for um, the everyday person to be able to take a common sense approach to escaping. Yeah. And getting to safety. I personally, I enjoyed it because really this is the first certification that they have for a self-defense and or martial art, any kind of thing that I don't have. So I thought that was kind of neat to uh, for them to experience something where they have training in something that I do not. You know, I get the <laughs> concepts from uh, because I read your book and, and just from talking to you and then kind of also seeing some of you know what they were doing. But I do think it's very interesting in the fact that that now they have this certain knowledge base that, that I don't have. So I think that's great for what we do as well, because, you know, diversifying what we do. It was very interesting whenever we like first did self-defense season, like our big self-defense um, everything with the kids since then, because uh, we were teaching them escapes to certain things and everything. And I said, I would like them taught it 
this way so their feet land in this position to set them up to better run away and get away afterwards. Previously, you could tell that we were escaping certain things and getting to a position where they would be in a good position to fight again from, yes. you know, if they needed to. And now it's going, uh, actually, we need to make them land this way so they can run. <laughs> yeah. Well, a lot of my experience was like fighting in a cage and in a uh, ring and stuff like that. So, you know, it's like, yeah, I, I knew how to fight, but like that's it was, it was just, really neat. I enjoyed just that. the tiny and like just the minute changes that you make to just set yourself up a little bit differently is interesting. <laughs> I think one of the most entertaining experiences we've had with tactical running is working it with the little dragons, which is our three to six year old age group. <laughs> Because they're running around someone trying to grab them and like ducking under the head, you know, or hands and like shooting away at the last second and getting around and slipping out. They laugh and giggle so much. And you see the parents out there with their phones like videoing. <laughs> uh, this is what my kid did in karate today. <laughs> uh, it, it was very entertaining. <laughs> I can't wait to do that again. <laughs> it's exhausting, though. <laughs> yeah, I could imagine. Our main reason for having you on today, though, is to talk about how people can train uh, tactical running skills like at home and on their own time and stuff like that. What are some basic skills or tactics uh, or just maybe games that kids can play to kind of reinforce some of those some of the tactical running skills? Uh, yeah, well, actually, firstly, when I when I first came up with the concept of tactical running, a lot of the stuff that I was doing was mostly on my own. And so I have mm -hmm. a lot of cool things to talk about there which we'll get into later on um and, yeah in terms of kids there's a lot of games that they actually play which already touch on the, that kind of subject um which is obviously one is something like tag right where one mm. person's tagged you know and they'll try and chase the other person tag them and then they just switch between chasing and um running away and the other one is is hide and seek as well which could be quite good you know looking for hiding hiding spots and uh and things like that and that can be useful just for helping kids so you can just add a bit of advice how depending on how old the kids are and, and what they sort of can sort of uh, i guess process to, to help help them improve those games right so you can take them through games like that and then just give them advice you could even do this around the house. You could play hide and seek with your kid around the house. That's going to be fun. But also, um, you know, if there ever was an intruder or a burglar or something, um, perhaps the kid would know, you know, where to go um, yeah. if something yeah. happened, um, which could be very, very useful, especially if you're looking to protect your house. You wouldn't want your kid to sort of get in the way of that situation or to be grabbed by the the burglar or whoever um so it can just remove that added difficulty of having to deal with that as well so it can be very good for that too but i'd say yeah i'd say uh, you know tag and a hide and seek if you can do those and just get kids playing those and really enjoying those games and then just giving them a bit of tactical running advice along the way that would be good and in terms of tactical running advice i'd say the main things are you know for tag try to focus on the main thing would be when you're running in a straight line there's not too much you have to do so i would say you know to them try not to make these sort of gradual turning movements like that right because you can see where they're running so run in a straight line and when you're turning you want to turn as fast as what you would punch right so they don't know which mm -hmm. way you're going right so you'd turn sharp that way uh, and then this way if you turn gradually they can kind of estimate your projection projection right. to run so sharp turning would be a key concept for them. Zigzag, you know, be like a, a fast little ninja or be like the flash. Yeah. <laughs> um, so that would be one. Another concept is you actually have to get closer to people sometimes before you get further away from them. 
if you're looking to break their line of defense. So if someone's in front of you and you try and run around that person from a distance, if you imagine they're, they're here in the center and you're here and you're, you're trying to run around this person, right? And you have to go all this distance if you're far away. And all this person has to do is just move to there, right? So mm -hmm. you can't run around, you, unless you're like super fast. Dogs can do it. My dog can run around me from here. Right. But most people can't. So you actually sometimes need to get a bit closer to actually run around, run around somebody. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. So those would be the main two concepts for tag. And I think a main concept for hide and seek is that there's two modes that you're going to be in, right? You're going to be in hiding mode or sneaking mode, right? And when you're in sneaking mode, there's nothing you can do to be seen. Sorry, to be, uh, yeah, there's nothing you can do to be spotted if someone looks in that direction because right. you're out in the open round. So you should focus all your effort on being silent, right? So just kind of, you know, heel toe, heel toe, right? When you're hiding, you're not making a sound. Right, you're going to be still. You're going to be somewhere, and so naturally, because you're not making a sound, put all your effort into being unseen. Right, really, like get down low, change your shape, things like that. Mold, just figure out like the shape of the thing you're hiding behind. Um, that's key because when people try to sneak around or be stealthy, they're usually trying to be unseen and unheard at the same time. That's too demanding for anyone. So it's good to know that when you're moving around, just focus on being silent, and when you're hiding, focus on being unseen um so that can be quite useful the other one is to choose hiding spots that you can get in and out of quickly because you don't want to be caught like underneath a let's just say like a dumpster or inside a dumpster or underneath a truck or something where if you're found you don't have any options you don't have any running mm -hmm. options you don't have any fighting options and so it's better to keep your hiding spots touching on simplicity again uh keep your hiding spots very very simple Right, and just have cover or concealment. We'll say concealment from at least one one direction. Um, so you can kind of cover that with the kids in kind of fun, in a fun way, and you don't necessarily have to go into too much detail, as I just said then, to actually do it. You can just say, you know, hide behind simple things, so that if you see me or if I see you, you can run away. Yeah, no, that's that's really good. We can continue like uh, bringing up other games that we think uh, will actually work really well for tactical running, even aside from like hide and seek and tag. I can think of a few that I might qualify under good ones. I think I want to ask about what specific skills inside of tactical running do you think are the most important ones for you to start as a kid? Because kids, I mean, when you look at kids, they're smaller. If we're, if we're thinking like kids that are, you know, little, let's say like, I don't know, 12 years or younger, let's say, because of, because they're young and little, tiny and light, they can be quite good at sneaking around if mm. you train them in how to do it. And they, they have more options for viable hiding spots in certain environments and things. So to teach them stealth can be very, very um, useful for that reason. It kind of plays to the strength of their body type and body size. Um, much like if you thought of like maybe a, a taller, bigger fighter would have some kind of reach advantage and, and some other like weight advantage against like maybe a lighter, smaller fighter. So in, in the context of stealth, we're thinking, well, uh, these kids can hide behind more things and they have more options. Um, so it can be good for that reason. Uh, the kids are kind of slow. They probably can't outrun adults. So that's another thing to uh, to consider. Um, depending on the situation, they might be able to get to a point of safety before an adult still reaches them. Um, so running isn't completely unviable, um, but that's an important consideration. So I, I liked the idea of focusing on stealth and really teaching 
most of the time kids are going to be with some kind of adult or under some sort of supervision. Mm. And so if you can train them to respond and to hide in certain situations, that can be useful, right? And then from there, you can teach them some real basic things. You could teach them like how to get to a hiding spot and then call the police. Even if they don't say anything, they might the police might overhear something on the phone. You know, you could teach them how to search for help and that sort of thing as well. I think stealth is very useful for kids for that uh, that reason. Now, running away can also be useful in terms of, um, let's say that they are being maybe attacked or bullied by other kids where they might be like a similar speed. But there is kind of like a, a nuance here, which is that if it's at school and it's something that might happen again, um, just running away might not be the best thing to do like the kids right. might need to actually stand up for themselves because they're in a situation they can't actually get away from they got to go back to school the next day yeah and so this is where like some of the limitations of running come into play as well, um, well i think that's where a lot of this kind of stuff plays into benefiting each other uh and i'm thinking you, you had said before that you would like to see kind of tactical running spread to a lot of martial arts and lots of martial artists and stuff like that. So that would, you know, so they could then understand how to teach people how to run away, but also at the same time, those kids are learning to stand up for themselves in those situations where they need to stand up for themselves and not just run away. Yeah. And sometimes running away can actually help you to stand up for yourself as well. Let's say if there's maybe five kids and they are oh, true. Um, yeah. saying aggressive things, and this kid knows that they've got enough distance. They can see a place of safety and they could just be standing there, like just giving it back or standing their ground, um, mm -hmm. standing up for themselves, knowing that if these kids come towards them, they can actually kind of move over to this place over here where maybe the kids can't get them or something like that. You know, the more options you have, whether it is, you know, being able to defend yourself physically or being able to get away from the situation, the more confident you're going to be. Right. Um, that's true. Very um, true. So that's quite useful yeah i know uh you were talking about games and it kind of reminded me when i was a kid uh i used to play my cousin we would we would get together usually around his birthday every year we would have these uh kind of overnight parties and one of the things that we would do as kids is in the middle of the night you know when his parents were trying to sleep and everything we would yeah but like we played what we called ninjas and all the lights would be off and the goal would be to get from Everybody, there was one person trying to tag people and trying to catch people. Everybody else was trying to, there's three or four of us that were trying to then sneak from one area to another area that was on the other side of them. So I think about something like that with that, you know, that would kind of be a game that would kind of also fit into that. Yeah, we played something very similar where we had uh, one person hiding somewhere in the house. Like they would yell ready whenever they were ready and we would all come out because I had four siblings. And so four of us would be in one room and one of us would be hiding and uh, we would come out of the room and our goal was to search the house and locate them without being tagged by them um, <laughs> that's cool so uh yes it was terrifying <laughs> um, <laughs> just because you know that you're trying to find the person who's trying to tag you and if you got tagged first person to get tagged is the one who has to hide the next round um oh. So you would be going through the house and one person would yell, found them, 
And then we'd all just take off tearing through the house, you know, running in one area or another. And you have to be really careful not to get cornered, you know, mm-hmm. or anything like that. But um, I think about something like that game. Um, we actually spread that game to Texas. I don't know if there's a, an actual name for it. I just know it's something we played when we were little um, and no one we ever introduced to it had ever heard of it. Yeah. And so it might have just been something we invented. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, we went to Texas and they were bored at a birthday party. And I was like, I got a game. <laughs> so there's some family in Texas playing that somewhere. No, they're, they're, I love that. That added element of that the person hiding can actually tag the people. Brilliant. Because it, you're not just going to rush around looking. You have to be a little bit more cautious, right? Which um, mm. could reflect um, reality a bit more actually in, in real real situations like that so yeah that's that's pretty cool i liked it i I like it for kids just because it does get your uh nerves up Mm -hmm. and your heart is pounding and so it actually helps you learn to work through adrenaline which i think is part of where my like adrenaline rush addiction comes from (laughs) but it's eventually it goes away and you have to find something more terrifying um (laughs) there's also the whole um uh, game called bull rush i'm not sure if you guys if what you guys might not familiar with this but i'd love to hear it Okay. It's kind of what uh, we're doing with Jada and Kylie a little bit. You have like a, a group of people uh, at one side of the hall and you have one person in the middle and basically they have to run from one side to the other and the person in the middle just has to grab someone, take them to the ground. Mm-hmm. Um, once they take them to the ground, now there's two people trying to catch everyone and you just yeah, get back okay. until there's one person left and that one person left can just try and get through this big crowd of people um and that's quite cool because and the the way that i um like to play it is that you are allowed to grapple and uh just if you get tagged or if you get um tackled or something um you need to be held in place for at least like five ten seconds or something that gives people a chance to actually wrestle their way or grapple their way out of the situation um and then uh keep keep running this would be really fun to do with shaheem and luke and yeah i'm thinking some of the older ones yeah that would be that would be a lot of fun because that's not something i would have the beginners do just because (laughs) i don't trust them not to you know just take each other out and hurt each other (laughs) because they don't have control yet um but the advanced kids that would be really fun to watch and participate in <laughs> i would still i would still say no striking for sure because yeah. running and striking <laughs> don't go well together you got to be very careful when you bring those two into the mix but um grappling and and running can can work pretty well uh, yeah. it just means that you know it just gives people a chance to maybe quickly brush a hand away or quickly break a grip we we do we do a lot of grappling within our program as well so uh like a lot of people hear karate and they don't realize the the kind of stuff, but, you know, since I came from an MMA background, you know, there's a lot of like jujitsu and other things that we do within our quote unquote karate program. Uh, so yeah, that would be a, a really good one. We're working on a lot of grappling stuff. I, I think the last thing that should probably be mentioned is just general athletics and like balance skills and maneuverability. Yeah. Um, I'm seeing a kind of downward trend in general athletic ability in uh, young people because I mean, I've been teaching for a little while and even in the, even in the <laughs> short amount of time that I've been a teacher. Well, it's about three years. I mean, I, it's not well more than. Um, yeah, actually maybe about four years okay <laughs> uh you just I, i've seen a downward trend in general athletic ability um mm-hmm. kids not being able to place two feet 
uh, together for a jump or just like not having that general muscle control that you would expect to see. And I think it's from doing more sit down activities like yeah. Uh, yeah. playing on phones and tablets and yeah. stuff, which is the bane of my existence. Um <laughs> But instead of getting out and doing things, you know, running outside in uneven ground, it's sitting and playing on a video game, which uh, which has its place, but it's also causing a general downturn Yeah, that is a little bit hard to overcome. And so what I, I feel like is a good thing would just be to create a little obstacle course in your house, you know, play the floor is lava or something like that. That's true. So they're having to learn That's to balance true. on different That's textures true. and uh, mm-hmm. difficult items, you know, like pillows stacked together on the floor or um, trying to see how much of your house you can get around without touching the floor. You know, I, I just don't think those games are played as much anymore when that is essentially what has helped me, develop balance and the ability to not <laughs> yeah of course that's also the kind of games that my brother and i used to play to get yelled at all the time so <laughs> there's um, that but you know we were outside yeah playing those things all the time you know <laughs> one time when one of my cousins were staying over at our house i have a bunk bed this is back whenever we were like 10 or 11 or something um so basically my bunk bed was a raft and we called the game raft basically we couldn't touch the floor mm-hmm. but we had to get like materials from my room without touching the floor gotcha <laughs> and so then we would use the materials that we had just gotten to try to get more stuff that that's just one thing that has always stuck that's in my cool. mind yeah um, did you end up using a lot of like um I'm, I'm guessing like with something like grab a pillow put it on the floor to be able to reach something else yeah um either that and i had this like really big um beanbag chair and so Mm -hmm. um we would jump off my ladder and then land on that um beanbag chair (laughs) and then we would reach and get something else and hand it up to the person on top just being able to put your feet exactly where you want them to go is such an underdeveloped skill in most people now and then um if you had touched the floor then you were out of the game and now there's only one person left gotcha but yeah that was something that was just a game that always like stuck out in my mind That's awesome. Yeah, that's cool because like even if you didn't have a bunk bed, you could do it like on a couch or something Mm -hmm. like that. You know, and even adults could get involved playing games. Kids, you know. Yeah, I mean that it's true. I I didn't really think about the fact of how many little childhood games uh, can really fit into the the skills needed for tactical running and stuff like that. Really. Yeah, that's why I got so excited when we first did that that original podcast with Jared, because Mm -hmm. I was listening to this going, these are the things we could be applying in these kids early on in life, because, you know, there are some of these kids that we have from the time they're three years old. Yeah. You know, imagine all of the skills that we can build in them and the like ability that we can build in them that basically nowhere else is in the same position that we are to do. That's true. And if we just incorporate these things from a young age, it becomes instinct because common sense trained turns into <laughs> just natural ability. So like if we can just build those things early on, yeah, it helps. And parents are in 
that position where they're with their kids more than anyone else. Mm. Play it at home with your kids. Get involved. Play with them. One of my favorite things in the world was when my parents would uh, turn off all the lights and say, we're playing in the dark hide and seek. <laughs> yeah. Um, and like my whole family is fairly compact and like athletic. And so whole world of hiding opportunities come up for us. Um, my favorite one we ever played was in the dark hide and seek. And the person has a very dim flashlight. Like it's got like toilet paper and stuff over it so that you can't really see very well. And you've got to get really close to be able to see something. And I spider monkeyed a wall and am like hung up over like looking over the floor in the <laughs> highest part of our ceiling and, yeah. and just sitting there like this you know shaking because i've been here for 10 minutes and my dad has the flashlight and he just walks under me checks the room <laughs> turns around walks under me again you know and so it came to the end and he had found everybody else and the rule is the winner gets to keep their hiding spot a secret i was not I was stuck. I was kind of glued to the walls. <laughs> you know, it was just like, I am not able to come down from this on my own. And so I was like, no, come out and help. And so I just had to completely like unwrench myself. And I just kind of <laughs> fell on my dad. He <laughs> caught me and set me on the floor. <laughs> uh, and so like, <laughs> no one tried that. It was a <laughs> terrible idea. I mean, it was made for a really cool story, but oh my gosh, it hurt. Uh, <laughs> but it's yeah. just... Those things, I can't picture a lot of kids nowadays like having those kinds of stories. Oh. Parents just really need to get involved in playing games with their kids. Yeah. You know, that's what made it so fun and interesting. It was never that interesting when it was just me and my siblings, but my parents got involved. You know, mom and dad are playing. It was super cool. Yeah. And in terms of building uh, balance and coordination, I think, um, you know, there's warm-up exercises we do in terms of, uh, you know, the trust exercise. So I think everyone knows that uh you know the trust exercise where you've got two people one person falls backwards the other one catches you right mm -hmm. well one of the warm-ups that we do in technical running is that but there's no person behind so you, gotta <laughs> you gotta decide at what point you do need to move your legs to actually catch yourself right so this is good for a number of reasons because you like you know if you get attacked and you get caught off guard and you stumble you're training yourself to quickly keep stay on your feet um, and it can build balance and coordination and it was really funny how we actually came up with this exercise because it was actually originated from um, a rest home that had a couple of people there and developing these exercises for old people who would start to lose balance. And the the idea was that you rock backwards on your feet a little bit and then and then catch yourself just slightly. Just practice kind of rocking backwards and forwards and just seeing kind of that limit of right before you would fall. And so you go forward, back, left, right. And so I was like, well, let's just do that, but take it to the extreme. Let's see, yeah. let's see, uh, you know, martial artists or just sort of the average person, how far back can they fall before they can't catch themselves with mm. their legs? How far forward can they do it? How far from this side and that side? And so that can be very good for kids as well to develop balance. You just get them to sort of obviously like on the grass or like a padded floor or something, and they just get some time to sort of see if they can catch themselves, stop themselves from falling. Yeah, any like, of those balance drills would be good. Um, and this the slipping exercises those are really good too mm -hmm. or even just you know playing tag outside when the ground is wet <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah practicing slipping is quite good because always we people slip from time to time you might oh, yeah. just be like and step on some mud and your foot slides back and will balance and um actually ever since doing these exercises i don't think i've ever slipped over like actually fallen over since doing these exercises mm. Um, you can practice relaxing 
And usually wherever your leg slips to is just where it needs to be to stay balanced. So mm -hmm. if you're actually adjusting, you usually just stay standing. And, you know, if you just practice like, I don't know, maybe put some paper on the floor on one foot and then you just push off it and it's going to slide and you just keep your other foot, you know, in line with your body, that foot's just going to go out and you're going to fall, but you're going to remain balanced because you've got this balanced leg here. So you can do that the other side and try a couple of different angles and just see like, you know, where should your body be? Like if your leg's going to slip, where does your body need to be in order for you to stay balanced? And if you mm. drill that a couple of times, you know, you'll, it, it helps quite a lot. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, first off, thank you very much for joining us on the podcast today. Yeah. Uh, and if you can just, uh, or if you will, please tell about where they can find you. Okay. So I've got a, a YouTube channel. Um, which you might see in the uh, link below. And uh, also got a book on Amazon, uh, which as you guys probably know, Brian has uh, has read and, and the girls have read. So oh, yeah. um, that as well. Yeah. Yep. We'll have the links to all of that in the description of this podcast. So Jared, thank you again. And we will look forward to having you on again in another episode. Awesome. Always a pleasure. All right. So I really enjoy having him on. I enjoyed having him on the first time we did it. I enjoyed having him on this time. Uh, we are trying to come up with as many reasons to have him back <laughs> on the podcast as possible. So uh, really, really enjoy having Jared Saxton. Yeah. Yeah, I hope everybody was able to find some useful information in that. Yeah, I don't know how you could. Because, yeah. I mean, even if you don't have your own kids, um, if you're a teacher or if you have uh, nieces or nephews. Or just pick some random baby, kids in the park to play with. No, ah. don't do that. Don't do that. That's a don't joke. That. <laughs> oh. or, or babysitting. Yeah. Yeah, or if you babysit, you know. It's all things that you can incorporate, and they are super fun games, you know? Mm -hmm. Yes. And even if you don't give them the little talk of, uh, you know, this can be useful later on, <laughs> just playing those games develops those skills in them, whether they know it or not. Yep, and then you can start explaining that later on. You don't have to even explain it right then. They're just having fun at the moment. But, mm -hmm. yeah, that was, that was so much fun talking about kids. I know we want to have them on again to talk about like some adult training and uh and just some other things in general yes so. adults without previous training um like their tactics and skills and yeah. things and then i think we'll have a whole nother episode potentially on um how to incorporate tactical running into your existing training yes mm -hmm. if you're like already training in martial arts or self-defense or anything along those lines anyway that's just the next two that we have planned uh like i said we're going to come up with excuses to keep having him on just like we do yep. with some others so all right <laughs> all right and our ad is invisiware today what else do i need to say about it invisiware has super great stuff they have uh jewelry and some things for men um and they look really nice but they are also a safety device that if you click it twice it will send your location to up to five contacts and the police so that if you are in potential danger you have that extra form of safety of people knowing where you are and how to get to you Yes. Mm -hmm. So the next time we have uh, a spot for Invisiware, you say what Jada just said because she said it excellently. Okay. Now, to get that, you go to Invisiware. That's I-N-V-I-S-A-W-E-E-A-R. W-E-A-R, if I said that too slurred. Uh, <laughs> dot com. And uh, use the coupon code Impact Defense. We'll get you 10% off. All right. Yeah, guys, thank you very much. And uh, we will see you in the next one. Oh, wait, wait, wait. If you guys are enjoying this podcast, go ahead and go to Apple Podcasts or any podcast catcher. Rate us and please, 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 please write a review.
before Kylie has a conniption. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yes. We'll see you later.